present tense. September 3rd, 2022, Los Angeles, California, USA. Lucas saved his favorite restaurant for special occasions. He loved the green and white tiles on the floor with worn impressions from decades of foot traffic. He loved the brass railing and upholstered booths and the way it smelled like fresh bread no matter when he arrived. As the front door pulled itself shut behind him, Lucas stepped to the sunlit hostess station. Before he could say a word, he saw his oldest daughter, Macy, waving to him from one of the booths near a window. I'm meeting my daughter, Lucas said to the hostess. Looks like she beat me here, as usual. Please enjoy, the hostess replied, gesturing for Lucas to feel free to join his daughter. Look, I got us one of the tables you like, Macy said, when Lucas reached the booth. She stood and gave him a long embrace. She was almost as tall as her father, with a thin frame, neatly trimmed hair, including bangs, and wearing a well-ironed cotton blouse. When did you get here? Lucas asked. Probably 15 minutes ago, maybe more. You said to arrive at 2 o'clock. I thought I was right on time. You were. I just wanted to make sure we got one of the nice tables. Lucas looked around at the half-empty room. You don't need to worry so much. Come on, Dad. It's your birthday. I want it to be special. I told you not to make a fuss. It's not a milestone birthday, and I'd rather not think about getting older. I know. I know. Only the girls are coming. No husbands or boyfriends? Nope. Just us. Like you wanted. The other two should be here any second. Macy talked proudly about the route she had taken to get to the restaurant. Then she complained about her sisters being late. I told them when they needed to leave and exactly where to park. Lucas remained disinterested in the navigation details. I don't know why you always want to come to this place, Dad. It's hard to get to. I don't always come here. I like having one of their French dip sandwiches once in a while. So sue me. A few minutes later, Lila, the youngest sister, arrived at the hostess station. Macy stood up and waved her over. Lila looked like a shorter version of Macy. She held a phone in one hand and carried a large camera bag with the other. Before sitting down, Lila pulled out her camera and snapped shots of the restaurant. You both look great, she said to Macy and her father. Let me get some of you together. Macy slid close to Lucas and posed with a smile. Lucas's face stayed blank. All I can think about when I'm in here are Dad's birthdays, Lila said, after finishing up her photo session and sliding into the booth. Look, I made a slideshow of the last few years. Lila passed her phone over to Macy, who swiped through the picture collection. And remember that time we all drove to Palos Verdes for the sunset? Lila continued. That was probably my favorite birthday yet. Macy wanted to know about any traffic Lila had encountered. As they chatted, a waiter stopped at their booth and asked about drinks. We're still waiting for one more person, Macy said. But I guess we could get drinks and appetizers. Dad, what do you think? I'm here for the sandwich. The rest of you can do what you want. Macy fussed about eating before the last sister arrived. Lila could not remember what was good on the menu. The waiter left with only drink requests. I don't know where Riley is, Macy said in frustration. I text her, but she takes forever to answer. Drives me crazy. You sure she remembers? Lila asked. 
I've only sent her a hundred messages about it. She probably saw a butterfly and started following it around. Macy and Lila grew more agitated about Riley ruining the birthday lunch. She finally arrived 30 minutes later and stopped for a chat with the hostess before sauntering over to their booth. Riley was dressed more casually than her sister's. Her features were also more rounded, including a broadly smiling face. Riley squeezed in next to Lila, ignoring her sister's glares for being late. She placed a cardboard cake box on the table. The box was held closed with a string. I lost track of time, Riley said cheerfully. My neighbor has all these stained glass wind chimes. She said I could have one if I helped her clean them. Macy rolled her eyes. And then I stopped at this shoe store I've been meaning to visit. And right next to it is a bakery. They had pineapple upside down cake. I've never had it before, so I thought we could try it together. Macy tapped on the cake box. I like pineapple upside down cake, Lucas said thoughtfully. Macy frowned. She grabbed a box sitting next to her on the booth and lifted it onto the table. I told you not to bring any presents and that I was bringing cupcakes for dessert. The pineapple cake isn't a present. I thought we could eat it with the cupcakes, Riley replied. The waiter returned. Riley and her dad ordered French dip sandwiches. The two other sisters ordered salads, a decision they continued to second guess. After Riley admired Lila's photo montage of past birthday celebrations, she pointed out some of the photos on the wall at the restaurant. Look at all the Hollywood celebrities who have eaten here. I can see why. I could sit next to these windows for hours. And just the sound from the kitchen makes me hungry. When their food arrived, Riley and Lucas dipped their sandwiches in sync and giggled about the mess they were making. Lila regretted not getting a sandwich herself, and Macy said that the next time she would know better than to order a salad. The waiter brought a knife and extra plates for the pineapple upside-down cake. Riley raved about how good it tasted. Almost as good as Macy's cupcakes, she added. Well, Dad, I know you said to keep this low-key, but I wrote to some of your friends and asked them for birthday thoughts, Macy announced. She revealed a piece of paper and an envelope. I printed out what they said, and you can read this later. I told them no presents, but somebody sent this card anyway. I don't know if you want to save that for later, too. It's from my friend, Maxwell, Lucas said, as he reached for the card. He opened it up and chuckled to himself as he read what was inside. Then he looked up and said, I guess I should share it with you. Maxwell thinks he's a philosopher. He wrote, live the rest of your life like it's a walk in the woods. Then he says I should take one of my daughters to a Dodgers game. He put two tickets in the envelope. Lucas shook his head, smiled, and put the card on the table. All three of his daughters quietly stared at the tickets sticking out from the card. Are the seats good? Lila asked. Yes, the seats are very good. The game's two weeks from today, replied Lucas. So I guess you need to decide who to take, Macy said. Lucas leaned back in his chair and grimly looked back and forth between his daughters. On second thought, I should have never read that to you. Maxwell probably thinks it's funny, 
putting me in this position. But you should decide now so we can plan for it, Macy added. It's a tough decision. Someone's going to have their feelings hurt. And I'm not even sure how much each of you wants to go. I'm happy to go if you want, Macy replied. I just need to make sure we can get in and out without a lot of waiting around in traffic. And I love making memories like that, Lila added. Dodger Stadium is great for pictures. Everyone turned toward Riley as if she was supposed to share her opinion. She cleared her throat and said, Yeah, I'd like to go, too. But, you know, I go to plenty of baseball games. You might want to pick Macy or Lila. I'd probably forget about it. But Macy would definitely get you there on time, and Lila would help you remember it for years. We promise not to feel bad whoever you pick, Macy said. We just need to know. Lucas closed his eyes. He picked up the card and reread it. Then he closed his eyes again. You know I love all three of you. I would enjoy being with any of you. But this time, I'm going to listen to what Maxwell wrote. If I'm in the woods, I want to enjoy the trees and the fresh air. I don't want to think about getting home or whether I'll remember the smell. So... What are you saying? Macy asked. If I invite you to the game, you'll worry for a week about how to get there and then how to leave. Lila, you'll spend the whole time worrying about pictures and whether we'll remember where we sat. I don't want this to be more trouble than it's worth. Riley, I want you to come along and enjoy it while it's happening. Riley shrugged her shoulders while avoiding the glares of her sister's. Okay, I'll try not to forget, but you better call and remind me. That's fine. I don't care, said Macy, who, despite her promise, was obviously hurt. Neither do I, Lila added. She slumped silently like her oldest sister and failed at looking indifferent. Riley filled the new silence by talking about more celebrity portraits on the wall. Then she noticed that their waiter looked a lot like someone Lila had dated. She asked her dad if they could sing happy birthday to him. He agreed to a hummed rendition. By the time the song was over, Macy's mood had brightened. She determined to make the most of the baseball game situation and said, I'll make sure Riley knows when to leave and what streets to avoid. Lila decided to stay positive too. She said to Riley, If you take any picture with your phone, send them to me and I'll make a little scrapbook. Lucas smiled lovingly at his daughters, who had left Maxwell's lesson about the woods roll off their backs. To living in the moment, he called, holding up a glass as if giving a toast. All three daughters raised their glasses and clanked them against his. If you enjoyed this story, please rank it on the website 500ironicstories.com Please subscribe on the website to get weekly updates as new stories are posted. And please share with friends using the convenient links available.